0: Lo talk radio
1: Hey what's up everybody? welcome to another edition of Sports. I'm a Legend. I'm Ramo. Mo- another line is Macaulay Matthew. I'll hold on one second. I'm going to... Uh, another
0: line is... A... What's up, Mac? How you doing? Yeah. You started the show? Uh, yes. We're, on, we're live on
1: the air right now as we speak, man. Perfect timing. Hey, how's it going? Um, good to have you on the show, man. And, uh... As always, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very glad for you for you all to be on this uh, episode of Sports Urban Legend. Uh, he's Mo' Callie Matthew. I'm William Ramo. On today's show, we're going to talk about um, the big rumor, the rumor of rumors in this NBA free agency. We're going to dive right into that. Uh, leading off, then I'm going to talk about a weird day in baseball for both New York teams. The Mets, um, uh, in quotation marks, quotation marks, celebrating the 69, um, you know, team, you know, the 50th anniversary of the 69 uh, world champion Met team. And, um, you know, how the current team, you know, paid homage to the legendary men who suited up, uh, you know, in the orange and blue 50 years ago in their presence. We'll get into that. And then of course London calling you. You had um the, the Yankees and their arch rival Boston Red Sox battling it out <laughs> like if it's a football game in in uh in the, the UK, a slug fest, as you know, the Yankees versus the Red Sox you would assume, but even more so, we'll get into that as well uh we'll also talk about um WWE with their big news shaking things up um hiring Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff a blast to the past of the um ruthless aggression era in WWE we're, we're going to definitely dive into that of course and uh, most importantly um you know the number is uh 917-388-489 that's 917 917- 3884189 so feel free to um you know call in and uh you know keep an eye out if you, you you I mean if you guys would like to call in you know um with that with that said um yeah let's just um yeah let's just talk um uh, let's, let's, let's just dive into the to the big story. And that's um, free agency, man. It's, it's starting early. Tomorrow. Tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Free agency starts.
0: Oh, and yeah. The big day for a lot of free agents. Oh, yeah.
1: But but here's the biggest rumor. Well, as we all know, Choir Leonard is rumored to be um, re-signing with Raptors. Joining forces with LeBron and, and uh, Anthony Davis, signing with the Clippers, and then you got Durant possibly re-signing with the Warriors, um, s- signing with the Nets, or or in this crazy insane scenario, the biggest news that came down um, today is that the top two free agency free agents. Uh, two-time, you know, NBA final champion winners, Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant, possibly joining forces in either with the Clippers or, dare I say, drum roll please, the New York Knicks. Now, as, you, as you've been listening to this show for uh the past ten years and especially in these past couple of years you know especially a fan of a fan of the teams that I root for you know i've I've got my hopes up a lot of times and i and trust me I'm gonna get into that um about the 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 sixty nine met celebration today in a few minutes so i know from from first hand experience to um Not get your hopes up when it comes to big time free agency, free agents like LeBron James or, or, um, or any, or Durant when he was, when he was free before he signed with the, um, the Warriors and basically won the two titles. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to, I'm being cautiously optimistic. I mean, if they could re, if they could sign Kawhi Leonard, man, that would be amazing. And then you, and, I'm just I'm on the fence with the Durant. You know I want I want Durant on the Knicks, but I'm I, that's too much money. And you know I don't know if he's gonna be back to the way he is. But I can't I can't fault the Knicks if they want to take that huge risk because if he bounced back to the guy who, who he's supposed to be, even though the odds are against him, And I should be slapping myself for saying that because right now I I'm stuck with Cano. You know don't you know, but <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? And of course, I have a huge history where all the teams I root for, you, you make a huge gamble for, uh, you know, a, a, a future Hall of F- Fame guy and you want to get him on the team or at least a, a, a all-star type player in in Antonio um, McDice or Amari Stoudemire with the Knicks. So going after Durant, you know, a guy who 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 hasn't been injured prior to this um, postseason, it's a huge risk. But you can't. I think that's a risk you have to take. I mean, you gotta go after Kawhi Leonard, hands down. But I think I think they should. I think they should try to pursue Durant. You know, because if he does come back to the Durantula, you know, I mean, you you. You got two Hall of Fame guys that could anchor the staff, and you're going to draw talent to you, to New York City. New York City needs to be in the spotlight again and not the laughing stock of the NBA. I think Durant is the only person that is kind of worth that risk. I mean, it ain't my money, you know, but this guy could, you know, along with Kawhi Leonard, and then you get some some talented guys who's going to pay less, you know, I could, you know, I could, I could understand that. I could understand either way, you know, if they don't do the move, you know, you know, signing Durant, I understand, you know, it's a big risk. And I know you, I mean, I'm going to let you talk. I mean, I know how you feel, but I'm going to let you say it in your own words.
0: What do Man, you think? I, don't, about this uh, I mean, this, this would have been a great idea if, KD did not get injured during the NBA final. Well, get, get injured uh, in the Western Conference uh, Finals. Western,
1: Western Conference Finals, and then ex- exacerbated it in the in the NBA Finals Game Five.
0: Yeah, I mean, now we don't. He, he might miss the, the, all of next year.
1: Looks and likely. even when
0: he returns, you don't even know what player he is. Yeah, he, he's gonna be because uh, players that return from this type of injury. They're not it takes the same. You
1: two years. It, it, it takes you at least two years because you, you got to have that, you got to have that, that um, you know, one, the, 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 the training of going, coming back. And then, you know, once, once you come back, you know, you're trying to, um, you know, you're trying to get yourself acclimated to the, to the thing. And you're still going to have that fear in the back of your mind. If I do this move, I do over here. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to, you know, twist my ankle or throw my ACL again. You're going to have to overcome that fear. So once he get that year down under his belt, you know, I I've seen two years, you know, which would be like what in in the middle of the contract, depending on what he signed, that, you know, he could come back to the guy he was, man, and by that time, they could have a championship caliber team built around him if, you know, excuse me, they they you know they they do the right moves. I mean, I have I trust Perry. I trust Fisdale, you know, despite their losing record. Because, you know, you can see they have, a, they have a plan. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, that's probably, uh, other than Donnie Walsh, I probably haven't given somebody a, well, actually, I mean, I did trust uh, Phil Jackson to see what he was going to do. But obviously that blew up in our, in our face. But, like, you know, other than Donnie Walsh, the, the most credible guy they had, in the, running their organization was uh, you know Dave Chuditch, you know what I'm saying so. I think Scott Perry, you know he you know I I, I, tr- I see he you can see he has a game plan. So hopefully, you know they'll be able to lure guys to come here, star players to come over here and turn this, this this franchise around.
0: It's a big risk. I mean, if they sign KD, it's a big risk that they're taking. And Kawhi, well, I don't I mind. You know, I would yeah. love to have Kawhi, but KD, I don't know. I don't
1: know if I would do it. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I mean, I'm with you. I'm, I'm on the fence of KD because obviously I wanted it to happen from Jump Street. But if you don't sign him and he and he come, he bounces back, you know, that's a missed opportunity. You know, it's a risk either way you look at it. It's a risk either way you look at it. That's how desperate the Nick organization is, They... We're trying to lure a guy who's injured, who might not even come back to the way he is.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: I mean, we're desperate. I mean, what what can we say, man? That that should be the next slogan for next year. We're we're, we're desperate. <laughs> please come with us. Come to the garden, please. That should be our slogan.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, man, and of course, you know, the big plan was getting um, KD and Kyrie. You know, and like we've always said, um, you know, Kyrie is a great player, you know, but he's injury prone and, you know what I'm saying, like, he's a guy like, he's a, you know, he's like a, a 1A type player, you know what I'm saying, like, you, you, he can't be the biggest draw you get, you know what I mean, like, so, you know, I'm not even, I'm not even feeling for, for, um, you know Kyrie Irving to come, because from the end of the day, when 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 KD was her was healthy, I only wanted him to come if KD came. But you know, as of right now, the rumors is that he's he's hell bent on going to uh, Brooklyn
0: because he grew yeah, up looks with like a, that.
1: A Nets fan in uh, you know, when they were in Jersey, since you know he's a a New Jersey native. So yeah, man, like um, I, but I think. That you know, those moves make sense. Well, the move to me that doesn't make no sense whatsoever is Kawhi Leonard going to the Lakers. Like, dude, you you want two two MVPs? You want two you you want two titles with two different two different franchises, the Spurs and with the Raptors? You don't need to be LeBron James' second fiddle. Like, come on, dude. Like. You did it without him. You don't need to go to the Lakers. Yeah, and E. Like, G. and LeBron Shadow. He's gonna be a LeBron Shadow, just like LeBron LeBron, you know, was in my opinion, um Dwayne Wade's shadow, even though he was the best player in the game. And why do I say that? You're like, what are you talking about? LeBron James is the best is, is the best player in the game right? and he was the best player on the on the heat. Yes, he was. But he was on Dwayne Wade's team. He was on Dwayne Wade's team that he won a title with the, the Heat in 06. To me that the perfect example LeBron going to to Dwayne Wade's Heat was A-Rod going to the to the Yankees. Those two two of those franchises proved that they could win a title with their homegrown future Hall of Famer player. So they didn't need the 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 the, the other Hall of Fame guy to put them over the top. You know what I'm saying? Cuz they proved themselves. You know what I mean? LeBron going to the LeBron going to the Heat. Obviously, he was a huge he was a huge piece, major piece of them winning that title. I, I take nothing away from him. He he did the job. He won the titles. He was the he was the man. On paper, he was the man. But unfortunately, when you go to a, a team where a guy already won a title, and he's a homegrown guy, it doesn't matter how many points you score, or in A Rod's case, how many hormones you hit you got to have respect for the man who, 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 who built the foundation of the title before you, you even stepped foot. Look at, look at Earl the Pearl Monroe. Guy was a phenomenal player. Great scorer, one of the greatest scorers of all time. They nicknamed him Black Jesus. You know what I'm saying? But when he came to the Knicks, when he got traded to the Knicks, he, 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 he gave, um, you know, uh, Will Clive Frazier and that, that championship, that 70 championship team, respect. He put his his scoring prowess on shackles just so he could fit that team game, so he could get the ring. That's what you gotta do. That's what you gotta do to win a title. You gotta you gotta respect the guy. You gotta you gotta bow down to the person who won won the title. You can't usurp the guy who won the title, who just won the title with with, with the team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. if Kawhi Leonard comes, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be it might even be worse than Durant going to. To um, Golden State or LeBron taking his talent out of Cleveland to go to Miami, you know yeah, what I'm saying? That, Kawhi yeah, is better I mean, than that.
0: Yes, he, he shouldn't. I mean, it would make it would make no sense to go to LA and yeah. you know, be. But it, although there would be, you know, he, he wouldn't have the the team wouldn't have to rely on him carrying him since they would have LeBron and AD. You know, so you yeah. have to do less work, but yeah, of
1: still. course, obviously, yeah. But he could still, he could have, he could, him and m n k d KD or another star player could go to the Clippers. Which I mean, they've never won a title, but to me, it doesn't make sense to go to the Clippers. You know, because they're gonna be in the shadow of LA. You know, yeah. they're not gonna be the top team in LA. Uh, it, it, yeah, they're gonna be the third class, third, third, third class citizen in their town because you got the Warriors. Well, obviously that, you know, Clay Thompson is hurt and, you know, they might lose Durant. And then of course the Lakers, the darling of, 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 um, you know, the NBA and, in, in, in California,
0: you know what I mean? Like
1: it, it, it wouldn't make sense for me, in my opinion, for them to go to the Clippers, even though they are building a franchise who've never won a titles, which I would respect that it would make more sense to me that they would go to New York, a team that has the the um you know the history but unfortunately they've been on hard times for right. decades you know what i'm saying so to me if you want to build your brand and you know be a guy who who's a, a savior i mean you know quilenor already proved it with the raptors you know what i'm saying he he took the raptors to a level that they've never been to so i give him props for that but he don't, he don't have to bow down to LeBron and, and try to win a title. That's why Durant. That's why there's no rumors with Durant going to the Lakers. Um, we because the rumors is that Durant doesn't want to, even though he did essentially do that with Curry. He he went to the to the um to the Warriors. He's not gonna do that for LeBron. I mean, obviously he didn't sign on the, the dotted line yet, so we don't know where he's going. But I mean, we'll we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, we're uh, we're thirty what thirty five minutes until free agency. Uh, midnight, no, right? I think that,
1: no, no, it's gonna no, it's gonna be um, it was supposed to be midnight Ju- Ju- It was supposed to be midnight July first, but they changed it to um, June thirtieth, six p.m. Yeah, that's m. what I'm
0: saying. Oh, 6 so p- oh, six p. m. tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, six p. m. tomorrow.
1: Because it was supposed oh, to be t- it was originally July first. Um July first, midnight, um, uh, that the, the free agency would start, but they started uh six hours earlier on uh tomorrow. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's um that's when the free agency is gonna start and we'll see we'll see where Durant, you know, Kyrie Irving, um, you know, Leonard, uh Kimball Walker, um, you know, um, Jimmy Butler, where they're gonna go, the rest of the cast. And then Sounds like
0: Kemba Walker going to go to
1: Celtics. Yeah, it definitely North looks fields. like that cuz I think he's in Boston right now. Yeah, I think that's that that looks like that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm.
0: Jimmy Butler, I, I
1: there's rumors he might go to the Lakers or um stay with stay with the 76ers, which would be a good move for him if he stayed with 76ers, you know, he you know, he trusts the process, you know, he's you know a a, a guy who's who's built for, you know, one of the big markets like you know New York or um you know Boston or, or and of course currently with with the um 76ers Philadelphia so i mean it's a good spot for him in my opinion but um yeah we'll we'll, we'll see what ha- we'll see what happens soon enough at the earliest tomorrow cuz uh the free agency the free agency is a lot more interesting than the than, than the than the NBA regular season these past couple of oh, years. Yeah. Because cause all these teams, you know who's going to make it to the playoffs. I mean, we just know it. Like, for the past couple of years, it was prior to, to LeBron signing with the Lakers. I mean, you knew it was going to be Lakers and Lakers and, 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 and Caval- um well, Warriors and um yeah Cavaliers, basically,
0: bowing it out. Well, this year was exciting, though. Know this year with LeBron going to the West where you don't have Cavs going to the finals every year, uh, mm-hmm. just, I, I thought it was a great year for the NBA. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was definitely unpredictable.
1: It was definitely unpredictable. Who, who, I mean, other than the Warriors, you know, it, and the East side, with, with, like you said, with LeBron leaving the East, it opened it up for everybody. It was, it was very interesting to see who could come out of that side, the Eastern Conference side. And who would have known the Warriors would have been in, would have been bitten by the injury bug? So, you know, yeah, it it was definitely an, uh you know a, a
0: once
1: a once in a lifetime season, man. Definitely a yeah. season for the ages, with the Raptors upsetting the Warriors. But um, yeah, shifting gears, uh, man. Uh, this weekend is the Mets are celebrating the 50th anniversary of uh, their first ever championship team, uh, the Miracle 1969 Mets. And um, they had a lot of guys, you know, from the 69 teams who, who are still with us right now. You know, they, they were able to come, you know, and um, be honored earlier today. Um, you know, Jerry Kuzman was there, Jerry Grody, the catcher. um Ron Sorbota, um Ed Cranepool. Uh, you know, the the list goes on. Don't, obviously, the most notable absence was uh, Nolan Ryan and um, Tom Seaver because, of course, as, uh, you know, I've mentioned several times, you know, on this show and uh, on, on the YouTube show, Sports of the Legend TV, um, you know, Tom Seaver um, retired from public. You know, appearing in the public because you know he's battling dementia. So, him and his wife uh, Nancy weren't able to go to the ceremony, um, which which started with uh, the Mets officially changing their address to um, 41 Seaver Way on Thursday, and um, you know Friday, Friday they you know they they blew the bull, they, I mean, what can I say that. The Mets—they've—they've they've lost seven straight. You know, you thought—you know—with them celebrating, you know, the fifty—the—the the, the 50th anniversary of the '69 Mets team, the team that literally changed the world forever, especially the baseball world, because '69 was a crazy—a crazy time in in America and in the world overall. You know, you had the um, the Woodstock, you had man—you know, um, man walking on the moon for the first time ever. Um, unfortunately you had the, um, the Manson murder, you know, at that, at, at that time, Stonewall, Stonewall. Yeah. There was a bunch of, bunch of stuff happening in, uh, in the world, you know, at that time. And then of course, you know, six sixty eight, 68, you know, the world was still reeling from, you know, the civil rights movement, you know, Martin Luther King, uh, uh, RFK getting killed, you know, a lot of, uh, civil rights leader being killed, um, you know, in that that era, you know, in that decade. So yeah, '69 was you know very like a turning point to the how the world is today. So to see the Mets, you know, win the you know not only become a 100 win team, but actually make it to the playoffs and win the World Series. I mean, that's the the, the only way I could equate it was uh, Casey Stengel, you know, the former Yankee and uh, the first ever Met manager. He jokingly said that um, the Mets would finally win the World Series when Manor walks on the moon, and that's literally what happened in 69. So <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of crazy things happened in 69. Uh, and then, of course, I'd even mention this. The, the Jets won their first title. The 68 Jet team won in January of uh, 1969. The Knicks team, they started their season in 69, and then they, they won uh, in uh, 1970. So, literally, in the calendar year, you had my three favorite teams winning their first ever championships, and unfortunately, for the jets um the jets that's their only championship so far. you know three teams winning their first ever title in historic fashion, so yeah, it just shows you what what amazing what amazing year it was and the time it was to be in New York at that time. obviously, I wasn't old enough to see that, but yeah, but I digress. So basically, the Mets—they've literally every game in this um, on the road. They, the, the last seven games, they've they've been swept, got humiliated. They've had leads. They've had at least two run leads, with the exception of today. They've had a. They've had at least a two run lead, and they've. And the, once they get to the bullpen, their bullpen blows it, and the Mets lose. You know, and I mean it to um to have it for that, for have that recipe of disaster to continue on, you know, at the celebration earlier today, it was, it's just nauseating. I mean, I can't say I didn't expect it to happen because when it's a big game, when, when when the pressure's on the Mets, the Mets, you know, they choke man in recent history, but when you don't expect them to do anything, that's when they do amazing things. But yeah, in front of the 69 Mets team, man, they just, they, it was such a beautiful ceremony, you know, reminiscent of the last day at Shea Stadium when all the legendary players, you know, from their past came, you know, to, um, you know, bid uh, Shea Stadium farewell in uh, 2008. They had a beautiful ceremony, and then of course, you know, the Mets get their butt kicked. I think if I'm right, right the um, the 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 Shea Stadium farewell happened immediately after the Mets got eliminated, um, and with that second collapse in oh eight. And then they had the wonderful ceremony, which was, you know, very somber in a way. But this time they started the ceremony before the game. Uh Ed Cranepool even like was giving an encouraging word to the current team saying you know, like um, you know, they have eighty games, you know, left in the season. You know anything's possible, stuff like that he was giving an encouraging word to the to the um to the current team and then the team man they just they just laid another egg man they had the lead, and uh Lugo just gave up the lead again, he pitched well the first inning blew the game blew the the game in the 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 second inning of work when he tried to complete the second inning of work and it's it's just disgusting, man. The Mets got swept in Philadelphia. They come home, they lose the first two games, and you know they're on a seven-game losing streak. And the the Mets got to fire Mickey Callaway. I mean, it's just it's just as simple as that, man. Like I don't I don't even know what else to say, man. They just they're an embarrassment, man. It, it's just I don't even know what to say. Pete Alonzo, Pete Alonso and, and and you know who has what twenty eight home runs uh, this um. This um, you know, this year, you know, he he he's um he shattered the 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 um the the, the met um you know the met you know see uh, the met uh, rookie record um already from uh you know Daryl Strawberry. And um he, I think he's tied for the most home runs um for a rookie, you know, before before the month of uh you know uh, June uh, rather July first. So he's doing historical things, and then you have Nick Neal who's hitting 340, at least 340. He's like what second or third on the um, you know, on the NL for the NL batting title. And then you have the Gram who's pitching well, but unfortunately his record is four and seven because the the trend of the Mets blowing his leads it continues this year. And I mean it's just, it's just a joke, man. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Mets? I mean, as an outsider
0: looking. in? Man, the Mets' bullpen is horrible, man. That's a compliment. S&S. That's a compliment.
1: <laughs> That's a compliment.
0: I mean, it, it, they're blowing games at at a historic pace. Mm-hmm. Red Sox, I mean, the Red Sox have a horrible bullpen also, you know, yep. and they're blowing games left and right. But every time Not I watch, watch a highlight, Mets <laughs> are blowing a game. <laughs> yes. You know, it's crazy. It is. You know, but Edwin Diaz, yeah, I mean, it hasn't worked out with him, you know, and maybe it's just an off year. Who knows? But he's he hasn't been that great, and mm-hmm. Robinson Cano, Cano, man. Oh
1: my God, what a boy! What history? History told me not to. They shouldn't never make that trade, and I, me, like a idiot. I'm like, hey, you know, Robinson Cano. You know, he hit pretty well the second half when you know he came off the 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 steroid uh, situation, you know, hey, let's give him a shot, even though he's 36 years old, hooray! But of course, this guy, this guy, man, he he he's just like every other second baseman they got: Roberto Alomar, Carlos Bregyaga. I mean, you name it, any any second baseman, Juan Samuel. I mean, whoever, whoever second baseman Roberto Alamo. Did I even mention Roberto Alamo? I mean, that should, that should have been the first name that I have mentioned. Like, every time they get a Hall of Fame second baseman, they bring him to the New York Mets. I mean, he, he, he forgets his glove. He forgets to bring his glove to New York. I mean, I, I just don't get it. And his bat.
0: His bat, <laughs>
1: the bat is the most shocking thing. Like, uh, Robinson Cano never, I mean, like, I don't even know what to say, man. Like, he forgot how to hit. He, the, dude, the dude forgot how to hit. I guess that's why John Sterling always said Robinson, no, don't you know? Well apparently he forgot because he don't, he don't <laughs> know how to hit no more. Like, come on. Jeez,
0: I don't know man, what's that's going and on. then they give up maybe their, they their best so, prospect.
1: Knows. They give him their best prospect. Jared Kalenik. The guy he's gonna make the the the, the minor league all strike, the futures game. The other guy, Justin Dunn, a, a dude they a pitcher they traded in that trade. He's making the futures game as well. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Anthony K, a guy they got uh, uh, their their um in their system. He's in AAA now. He he's making the future the uh, futures game for the Mets. You know, so congratulations to him. Uh, Pete Alonzo, he's he's the literally the saving grace of the Mets. You know, along with Jeff McNeil. You know, he's gonna make the he's gonna participate in the all the uh the Home Run derby you know and apparently he's going to um donate his 1 million dollar um check if he wins uh for the, you know the wounded uh wounded um soldiers um uh fund so you know that's a that's a good you know a good way to um you know give back if he does win but i'm hoping man i'm hoping that this guy does not change his swing n- not even one one iota, because this guy is a natural slugger. He doesn't. Ha- I mean, you know what I'm saying. He's not like David Wright, who's a you know like a 20, 25 home run, you know, the stealing 30 home run guy. This guy's a natural slugger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if he he doesn't need to mess with his swing, because if he messes with his swing, I mean he's he's not gonna he's not gonna catch Aaron Judge's record. You know the the 52 home runs. And he's on pace for it right now as we speak. He has, what, 28 home runs? And um, he's what? Um, th- he's um, a few home runs away from uh, um, Mark McGuire's um, rookie record um, in the first half. Uh, Mark McGuire has 33 uh, before the All-Star break. So, you know, hopefully Alonso could stay healthy. But yeah, this team is, this team is horrible, man. I, there, there's nothing more I can say about the Mets, man. They just
0: they need to fire Mickey Callaway. And um I mean it's it's just a joke. I mean if they fire him it's not gonna fire they're not gonna fire him now. They're probably they're gonna wait until after the season to do it, if they do it. Right.
1: Uh moving on to the Yankees quickly. Um uh yeah, the Yankees, you know, they, they're in London. They whooped on the Red Sox behind. Final score seventeen uh to three. And um Perfect. Uh, seventeen thirteen. What did I say? Three. Oh, I said the three. My bad. I I meant thirteen. In my mind, I thought I said thirteen.
0: My bad. Yeah. I wish it was three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Both the starters Tanaka and um and uh, Porcello, they didn't pitch good, but um I I'll, I'll let you talk a little bit more about that quickly.
0: Yeah, it was the first MLB game in the UK in um outside the US. Well, other than Canada. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, they played it in London in front of sixty thousand people. Uh, had to bring dirt from different places to create the field. They played on astroturf. Balls mm-hmm. flying all over the place. Led mm-hmm. to so many runs being scored. Both oh, pitchers man. left the game in the first inning. And yeah, man, it was a crazy game. But Yankees ended up winning it seventeen thirteen with a lot of home runs, hits, walks. Um, yeah. I, Unfortunately uh, for the Yankees, uh, Luke Boyd, he got injured. Um, looks like it's he went out with a core quad muscle injury or something. So hopefully mm-hmm. that's not so serious because the Yankees have had a lot of injuries this year. So hopefully he's not out for a long time. But, yeah, Brian, but, the Yankees continue to roll. And, you know, right now they're looking like they're the best team in baseball behind the, the Dodgers right now. So, Continue to roll on. Yeah, you you ain't you ain't lying, man. I mean, um, yeah, this is yeah, this is a
1: you know first time in England. I mean, the baseball's been you know they're trying to spread the the game all over the world. Uh, you know they've played in Mexico City, Japan. Yeah, Ichiro even played his the the his played his last game in the majors a- against you know um I think the A's in Japan to retire his um his career. So yeah, yeah, they um, they're they've, uh, they're really trying to spread the the game all over the place, you know.
0: Yeah. The
1: fandom, and uh, lastly, uh, a t- uh organization that's trying to resurrect their their fan base is of course WWE, and um, you know the the best way they did it was by hiring Paul Heyman to uh, run Raw, and uh, Eric Bischoff to run SmackDown. As you all know. Uh, if you're wrestling fans, Paul Heyman, you know, before being uh, the advocate for Brock Lesnar since 02, um, he, he's, he's worked behind the scenes with uh, SmackDown. And, uh, of course, prior to that, he was running ECW, you know, that hardcore uh, wrestling uh, company from, uh, uh, you know, Philadelphia. And then, of course, you know, on the other side, Eric Bischoff, you know, he ran WCW, the Atlanta-based uh, company, which, uh, what, for 82 weeks in a row from, like, what, 96 to 98, they were um, beating up on the on WWE. And then, of course, you know, he was a GM for uh, Monday Night Raw during the, what was it, the Ruthless Aggression slash, you know, uh, John Cena era. So, I mean, it was shocking to see him. Join you know WWE But yeah if Vince McMahon gives them The green light I I think that's a great Move what's your thoughts quickly
0: Yeah I think it's a great move and hopefully Vince does gives them You know free control to do what they have to do To run the organization make decisions Absolutely Man well
1: he's more calling Matthew I'm Wayne Ramo Uh, I'll see you guys next time Uh, uh, We won't be able to do A show next Saturday But um, Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to do a show sometime this week. If not, we'll see you next week. Um, he's calling Matthew. I'm waiting, I will have- waiting on a tax return. Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues.